San Francisco, I'm coming to you March 6th to the 9th. And then I'm coming to Dallas, Texas, March 22 and 23. Washington, D.C., April 21st. And then San Diego, May 11th. Come see me do the standing comedy. Get tickets at FumiAbe.com. Enjoy the episode. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Um, how does dating work for uh, a Microsoft Air? There was one time that I like led with that. In, I, haven't, I haven't ever tried led to Led like, with Microsoft. Flex. Yeah. Okay. Went up to this girl who's cute who was like, you know, she was like kind of done up. I'm like, she might be impressed by this. And I go, I'm like, hey, you know, my my, my dad was the CEO oh of Microsoft. God. And she was like, dude, you, you need to get a different line. And I was like, no, I don't usually do this. I don't usually do. I'm not like that. I'm like really not like that. I'm like a chill guy. And she's like, all right. And then she walked away. So. Welcome, Welcome to, to Cash, Cash Cuties, a super financial podcast where we chat with the rich, the poor, and the fugly. I'm your host, Jackie <laughs> Bates. <laughs> Who's the fugly? What the fuck? Thanks for having me today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, oh Steffi Bake. I'm Fumi Abe. <laughs> if you're listening on your Apple Pod app, please leave us a review. Hit follow on Spotify and sub to our YouTube channel for the video version of this podcast. All the links are available in the episode description below. below. Shout out to our Dono Daddies. These are people who give us money on Patreon. This week, we have none because we recorded two days ago. <laughs> but if you want a shout out on the podcast and also access to bonus episodes, as well as just support this operation, you know, we got new cameras. We got a video guy now. If you want to help us pay for these people, go to patreon.com slash cash cuties pod and give us some money and then we'll give you a shout out on this podcast hell yeah this week i wanted to open with a i had a little cash cuties moment that's what i'm calling it these days Cute. i had okay. a cash cuties moment and i want to discuss it with you guys and i want to get your opinion on what i should do so i got a new <laughs> laptop maybe like six months after we started this podcast because i was like doing a lot of editing and i just wanted some, something faster i bought a new laptop i got this old one right and i'm trying to sell it yeah Selling an old laptop can be tricky because if you take it to the Apple store, they give you like nothing, like $200. And it's crazy because I bought that computer for like over $2,000 in like 2020, I think. So I'm like, okay, let me sell it online. But so I put like a little thing on Instagram to my yeah. friends. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend. She's a, a, she's a pretty good friend. She's a comedian <laughs> friend. Okay. Not going to say any names. And so she was like, I'm interested. And I said, okay, how's this price? And she's like, oh, it's a little high. But I said, okay, how about this? I'll let you, I think it's worth this much. I said $500. Wow. So I said, I'll Where'd let- Where'd you even bring that, by the way? How did you get that number? I just made it. I mean, I think I just, because uh, Apple return was like 300. Okay. And I was like, it's not, it's okay. worth more than 300. Right. So I said five and I said, okay, how about this? I'll let you play with it for a week. I'll let you play with the computer for a week. And if you if it's not to your liking or if yeah, you don't yeah, think yeah. it's fast enough, then you can get back to me. But if you like it, then it's $500 because I believe it's worth $500, right? <laughs> so, so I give it to her. And it's been like a month. <gasps> and I I text her once a week to be like, hey, have you like tried it out yet? And she's like, oh, sorry, like been busy, blah, blah, blah. Do you think she's opened it? Is there a way to I don't know. But at this point, I'm like, who's not on their computer in 2024? Like, you know what I mean? Does she like, not? Does she have a computer? Another computer? She said it broke. So. So she's been definitely using it. And are, yeah. I know. So I'm just like, what is going on? Wait, did you ask her for the money? Well, I just said, hey, do you like the computer? Like, I said, how are you liking the computer? I think you should Venmo request her. <laughs> really? Because now you're just being, pa like, are, how is your relationship? with? How do you feel about her as a well, person? Well, I'm just now? confused because we're, like, pretty good friends. So, I don't know. Have you, have you, what do you, have you had anything like this happen to you? Uh, I mean, not this specific. I mean, I've had, like, Venmo requests go unfulfilled for a really long time. <laughs> but, like. And will you ask, request it again? I'll hit the remind. It's annoying that you can only do the remind once. Once, <gasps> yes. Because I'll do it, like, three days later. But just, like, hey, you know, whatever. And then it'll be, like, freaking three months. And then a text is so much more aggressive. Yes. to send like you didn't do my venmo and it's like it's going to be there forever but yeah i think have you seen her in person since you've done this no but i'm gonna get brunch with her and a bunch of other asian comedians on monday so i'm gonna see her i'm gonna see you on dim sum i'm gonna see i'm gonna confront her at dim sum maybe oh yeah that's oh. a that's like a funny thing to bring up in public like that's like with an the other okay. comedians on my side yeah, that's <gasps> hilarious 
So but Ooh, that's a lot of pressure. That's bullying, a social. It's a little. I don't even know if bullying. It's just <laughs> you are now taking other people's interaction to yeah. make a ch- uh, make a, you know make. So, a, you think she might feel attacked. Well, but she, it's not like she was going to steal know. from you. Like, she was going to go. We don't know. I mean, I, I Dude, guess not. I, but. I thought she was a friend, but I always make this point <laughs> about like, there are so few comedians I would let them borrow money. Yeah. And and I thought she was on that list, which is why I trusted her to be like, hey, play around with it for a week. If you don't like it, give back to me. You know? Well, what can the? she pay you back in a different way? Like, is there in her? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, like, say that she ends up keeping it, right? Yeah. And you don't make it awkward. Is this like, is there a way that sh- you can utilize her as a human or in work or whatever in comedy that will pay off the $500? Okay, she owes you $500. I know, but why do I have to now like think of a plan to to make her work that money back for, you know what I mean? Like now, then now my time is being used. So now like it's costing me more than $500, right? Mm. So it's like, no, I'm gonna, I need to get so how back. are you gonna bring this up? Well, I'm gonna bring it up at brunch, and I think to uh, our guest point, I think <laughs> over a shumai, I'm gonna like, over, <laughs> over, over some frog <laughs> legs. Yeah. Like, um, okay. Yeah. Right, good luck with that. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna be like, hey, you know what else has been steaming? <laughs> <laughs> My temper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just tough huh. if she busts out the laptop when you do that. She's like, oh yeah, I meant to get it back to you. It's not up to snuff, you know. Oh yeah, she could do that. But I think I like this bullying method of like, let me get the other comedians. Yeah. to roast her as well yeah i'm gonna do that I like that it's a I little risky a little but. weird about it if it happened to me but maybe she's in a social or in a, in a financial situation where she can't pay i mean the fact then, that then don't fucking take it from me don't don't offer to buy my laptop if you can't afford it you know what i mean yeah i was selling it and i said who is interested hmm. and she said, i'm interested in buying yeah. this I'm trying to think about the other side, the perspective of it. like just to like bring some empathy from her her side of things. But it's stealing. What if you found? <laughs> if you can't afford it and you took it from me, that's stealing. Yeah, but what if you just use the kindness of your heart to allow? Okay, maybe she that's- has. It was already very kind of you to be like, you can have a week to play around with it. Yes. Like a laptop works would or you, it doesn't work. Would yeah. you give it to her for two hundred dollars? The amount that that Apple no, would have. No, because I know I can sell. <laughs> <laughs> but you made up five hundred, is what I'm saying. No, but if you look at online, like people are selling laptops <laughs> okay. for around that. All right, you checked. Much. Yeah, I, I I think it's I think it's a fair price, especially because like you know me, I I take care of my laptop. It's mad clean. Okay, right. If you, you know? get yes, I would trust your laptop. Yes. Um, Fumi certified. It's Except I don't know about all the, I don't know. There's some things that I feel a little questionable about. About the uh, porn? Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, but that doesn't. He's into that, sex. Uh, that increases He's, the value of the laptop. <laughs> yeah, actually, that increases yeah. the value, if anything. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to my, fa- I can sell to a cash cutie for like 800, probably if it has my jizz on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes I don't even want to take a shower in a man's like sh- like a bathtub or yeah. whatever. Just like thinking about, yeah. yeah. I would. I only do that I, if my friend, who's a man, lives with his girlfriend, because then I oh. feel like it's cleaner. Because this is problematic, but I feel like well, clearly her standards have to be higher than him, right? Like she must be cleaning it or getting someone to clean it for her or something you know yeah yeah i don't know um i think you should also oh, if, if if you get uncomfortable and you don't want to do this like socially uh, no. uh, like at the, at the dim sum place i think you should just venmo request her and then um, not even a text yeah. check up again because I've, I've already followed up so many times You're yeah saying, i think you should just venmo. venmo request it and then i didn't even know that you could only ask for a second request once yeah. so you have to be strategic about the time that you send that request right it can't be in some random like at midnight when you're like so pissed you got to do it when she's like doing something during the day where yeah it just, yeah what time would that be that would be like maybe around Lunch time. Are people Tuesday. happier? Yeah. Are people well, happier I think when you're lunch? eating something, yeah. you're bored. You're right, you're like at twelve thirty after the meal, you're feeling yes. you know, generous, kind. Yeah, you're feeling generous. Yeah, generous. Full, like, yes, happy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is huge for me. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the din sum attack method, and then I will try the memo if it doesn't work. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for your advice. Um, <laughs> can you intro? Our yes, guest I'm going now? to right now. God um, damn. You know, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, who is this man with the amazing advice? Um, yeah. Our guest today, we are we are so excited to have him. He's, he's a stand-up comedian, um, but he's not. He's more. He's much more than that. He's he's <laughs> a he's a heir. He's a he's a heir of a tech empire. Ever heard of Microsoft? Ever heard of Clippy? Whoa. Okay, this this man. He is the son of Steve Ballmer. Okay, he was a former CEO of Microsoft uh, in the two thousand tens to the end of. Beginning of 2020, I think. Mm. I don't know exact years. It was like the 80s to 2014. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, well, he's a legend. He's, he's a, a legend. legend. He's, a tech, yeah. he's a tech icon. Um, and we're so excited to talk to him about what that has been like growing up in that kind of environment. So give it up for the amazing Pete 
Balmer. Oh, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. coming through, man. Yeah, no problem. How are you feeling? Nervous? Um, I mean, I think like leading up, I was like, maybe I should be nervous about this, but I don't know. I've obviously people have like asked me about this before and people will be uncomfortable when they kind of like ask me questions about like, you know, my dad, my dad's money and whatnot. And I respect that because it's not something that I sort of like will independently talk about or, you know, bring up in my own life. But I think that I like taking the teeth out of it. I like, you know, making people feel comfortable. And, you know, it's also, you know, it's, it is an interesting perspective at the end of the day and it is yeah. like fairly unique. I am aware of that. And so, um, no, I don't think I have anything like, I'm ultimately not nervous. I'm just, uh, it's a cool platform to be able to to talk about it and I love the podcast. So That's awesome go. that you're down to talk about it. I yeah. feel like sometimes it's so uh, tied certain things, like family stuff is like tied to your identity yeah. that it, they don't want it to be part of their identity yeah. and they yeah. fight it instead yes. or they're just like, uh, let me hide from it. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing this like show attitude comes from the fact that you are a stand-up comedian mm. and when you do stand-up you have to kind of be honest with who you are that is what you are selling yeah so you can't really change the fact that you were born into this family and it was fine you had a you had a fine upbringing it's fine sure. you don't have to be ashamed of that and i feel like that i mean i wonder how much of it is like before stand-up when you were younger like in high school and stuff you know is that was that something mm. you were yeah i mean bringing up yeah, so I was, I mean, I was like deeply uncomfortable with all of this for the longest time through kind of like, I mean, like my mid 20s, I was still, I got like better about it over time, but like I would, you know, immediately shut it down. And, you know, the thing is like back in, you know, middle school, high school growing up, you know, living in Seattle, my dad was a lot more big of a figure because people knew about Microsoft. People, you know, he would come to my sports games. He'd be very loud at the sports games. People would like, <laughs> there was a, there was one time after a lacrosse game in seventh grade, the, somehow the entire other team knew like who I was. And so you do the like good game, good game, like handshake line at the yeah, end of the game. Yeah. And all of them said, Apple is better <laughs> when <laughs> I was going through the line. Oh my Oh my God. Come on, man. Damn. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's funny now, but at the time, I bet you fucking hated that. Yeah, dude. It was just like, I was just, it was not something that I wanted to be a part of who I was. And it's not something that I wanted people to, it was not something, it's not something you have control over. And it's not something yeah. that like I made a part of my identity. So it's frustrating to have people sort of like plant that on me. Mm, but Because it wasn't a choice of yours. No, absolutely like, not. Yeah. And so like growing up, it was like too much where I was like, I just can't. And then in like college <laughs> in my early twenties, I kind of like, you know, people still knew, but like way less so. And I wasn't like around him. So I got the ability to be a lot more kind of like, I could separate myself from it and I was kind of enjoying, you know, having a little more separation in that respect, even though obviously it still came up. And then, yeah, like you're saying in, uh, in stand up, it, there was a couple things I'd say, I'd say there's two sort of like main milestones in stand up that kind of like helped me with that. So the first one was, uh, I told you guys before we started, but I, I used a stage name for the first year, uh, <laughs> that I did stand up. Yeah. Oh what God. was it? Because it was, uh, Bronson. Just Bronson? P no, no, oh. I was Pete. <laughs> I thought you just went by. No, I, I didn't, I didn't go one name. It was like, oh, that, that'll throw him off the scent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one has any more questions about a guy named Bronson. Bro, it'd be funny if his stage was, was Clippy. <laughs> Clippy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just freaking love that guy. I would love guy. that. <laughs> Cute. Uh, I would but, love that. Okay, but but so, so what it was is that, because um, I'd done stand-up like a couple times in college, but like not really. And one time I was back in Seattle and... Um, I was going to do an open mic in Seattle. This was like my senior year of college. And I uh, went up. The host before, you know, Seattle, more people know who my dad was. He has a uh, viral video, one of the original viral videos where he's yelling about developers at the Microsoft sales meeting. And so the host of the open mic goes, uh, the next guy coming to the stage, I think, you know, he'll probably be yelling about developers or something because we yeah. think he's Steve Ballmer's kid. So give it up for Peter Ballmer. And I was like, and you know, at that point I'm freaking six months into stand up yeah. or whatever. I'm yeah. completely deflated. I hate it. And yeah. so I was like, I don't want this to be a part of it. I don't want to go into like, you know, the Bay area and meet all these comedians and have that put on me. I just want to be a guy. So I was like, I changed my Facebook name to, uh, Peter Bronson. And <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, I, I am curious, like, what's your relationship with money? Like, how do you view it? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, so I like, 
I inherited money when I was 25 uh, from my, so my grandpa who like, you know, worked at Ford. He like, he was an immigrant to the country. He uh, worked what, at Ford. What country? Is uh, Switzerland. Swiss, okay, okay. Yeah. So he immigrated here from Switzerland. He like went like, you know, AWOL in the Swiss military and got out. Um, and so he, he like left me and my brothers like, you know, a, a trust fund as, as disgusting of a term that is. <laughs> no, um, we love that term here. I love it. We, we, want, we want one. We, <laughs> we really respect that word here. <laughs> we can be friends. Um, but so he, he left us a trust, which was, you know, at the time, not that much money, but it was like a decent percentage was in Microsoft stock, um, oh. which did pretty well, uh, <laughs> especially after my dad, which is a soft po- point for him. But that's another topic. Yeah. Um, but so that ended up being like in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And so I got that when I was 25 and then like uh, Zingo where I was working, my like stock had fully vested and like, you know, the share value had quadrupled. So I'd had money to just like do stand up full time. So really money for me is kind of like a means to do what it is that I like want to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'd say that like where I splurge is for, you know, ultimately like my time um, where it's like taking stupid, irresponsible Ubers to be able to like do a show and right. like, you know, yeah. save the time that it would take to get there otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I don't really like, like having anything that's kind of like flashy for the sake of being flashy. Um, but I like, you know, I like doing a fun trip or something. Well, uh, I think that's the thing with, uh, like billionaires. You like, they don't, they look like us. Billionaires will drive like a Honda. Like you don't know that. Cause I feel like people who make like close to a million. Yeah. They probably didn't have money. They got the Gucci, and then they want—they yeah. can't wait to show yeah. it off, right? But I think when you're like that wealthy, like that's why Bill Gates just looked like. If you didn't know that was Bill Gates, you'd be like, "This is just some guy, yeah, out of Walmart or yeah. whatever." You know, like he doesn't. Yeah. And I like think, you just wear plaid like every yeah, you just, <laughs> every other <laughs> like right. regular guy. Many plaid shirts. <laughs> so <laughs> when you were born, I don't know your dad's like career history. I just know he was like the head of Microsoft after Bill Gates stepped down. I think right. Yes, and so that's when he was like the head figure, but when you were born was he already killing it in tech or was he just like yeah Uh, i mean he was the president of microsoft i think when i was born which is a you know pretty big job but not the ceo yeah Yeah. Um, pretty big pretty good um (laughs) i don't know like what his net worth at the time he was definitely like a millionaire of like some magnitude but i don't know i remember at some point I have this very distinct memory, like the day he got CEO, I was like, you know, nine or something. And I was like, I like in my bed, I was like about to go to sleep. And then my dad just comes in. He's like, I got a promotion at work. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no fucking idea what that meant, yeah, obviously, yeah. but that it's funny now. Like, and I didn't even realize that that stuck with me. But thinking back, I can just picture that moment clearly. It was like, oh, that's when he became CEO. It was a big, right. big day for the guy. Oh, so. my God. Now, did that's you like sweet. that? That was his story time for you. That's that was the story. That was the story. The only time. time he read for me. He, no, I'm kidding. My dad was very sweet and a good He's father. Reading the Microsoft mission statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just has an email. <laughs> his performance review. Yeah. Oh Do you know god. what the Wall Street Journal is? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There. Now, like, I want to kind of go back to this like lacrosse story you had because that's fascinating to me because I think that's one thing that we don't often talk about especially with like kids of famous people mm-hmm. is some of the bullying that might happen. Like I, I'm guessing you went to like a private school or like some environment where you were around other, like, like I'm assuming you didn't go to just like regular public school, right? Like I went you, to public school for elementary school and okay. then I went to private school from like fifth grade. To right. 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 But like, did yeah. you have, but even within the <laughs> private school environment, like did you feel like people would talk about you in that way or like, or, or um, like, were your friend's dad's also, like, killing it, so it was, like, pretty chill? Well, well, yeah. I mean, the I, I was, you know, my, my, dad, my dad was always kind of the most. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, not to, but, uh, I mean, well, first let me preface this by saying that, like, it's it's a it's a silly thing where every time I complain about like how I was like treated as a result, I feel bad because I've had like a very you know no. blessed and cookie no, but life. Right. No, but no, no, I just want to and, and I understand, no. but you I just want to preface that. Cuties, bro. Right. We know yeah. you're also a human. You're also a thirteen year old. That's true. You're middle school you're like everybody kid. else. That's yeah. true. We all have we're fucking all insecure. Yeah. So yeah. I think um I mean once I was in it'd be the kind of like the general trajectory has always been that like. When f- people first meet me, it's something that like will be brought up or they'll be kind of weird about it or whatever. But then, you know, I was in the same school from fifth grade to 12th grade. And so then people just kind of knew me at that point. Mm-hmm. And so like maybe it would come up at first. People would like, you know, bring up certain things, but I wouldn't describe it as like, 
you know, bullying at that respect. Um, and then like over time people just kind of know me and then I hope it kind of like fades into the background a bit in terms of like when they think of me, what they think of, mm. but, um, but it, it more come up like, you know, I mean, when I was in like middle school, I was doing like rec basketball and, um, this like guy on my team was like, Oh, like your dad's a billionaire. Like I'd kill to be in your position. Mm. And I was like, ah, who are you going to kill? You know, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you know, that's not how this works, but, um, or like, uh, I mean, it's interesting. I think it's more interesting. Like when I was young to kind of like, like in elementary school, because I didn't really, like I knew that my parents were rich, but I, I of course didn't understand mm -hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. It's like my friend who like lived, uh, you know, a little bit away. I thought that we had the same amount of money. I thought that like my parents used the money we had to buy a bigger house. But then after that, like we netted out to the mm. same. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Or like yeah. there was one time I was going to have a kid over to my house. And before he came over, he was like, how many bathrooms do you have at your house? And I was like, that's a weird question. Mm. And then like later I was like, oh, he was asking because his parents told him that oh. we're rich. So oh. like, yeah, because that's not a kid question. No, he doesn't care. He's going to yeah. take a piss. He, you know, <laughs> like, he's fine. That's interesting. But seriously, how many bathrooms do you have? <laughs> we have three, four, I think five bathrooms. <laughs> I feel like that's not, I mean, like that's a lot, but also like, I don't know. I had three. I had three. Yeah, I, yeah, it's not, I, it's I thought you were gonna say like seventeen. Or something. Oh, no, our house is like <laughs> I like in this. Uh, our house is like you know, uh, like my dad bought our house for like a million dollars in the nineties, yeah. and obviously it's worth more than that now. But yeah. it's not like unilaterally when people get to like my parents' house, like in Seattle, they're like, "This is you know, pretty chill relative to what it could be." Right, right, um, right, right, right. So yeah, oh, did okay. he um. Was were you, was your family like a big spender? Would you guys go out and like did you have like fancy cars or like was it pretty? It was mid? pretty. So both of my parents didn't grow up with money, oh, okay. um, and so my mom grew up. She was like the youngest of five kids. Uh, she grew up on like a farm in rural Oregon, oh. and then my dad, uh, you know, his dad like ended up being middle class kind of thing, but um, they didn't grow up with money, and so. Both of them kind of had a like have had and have like an I idea that like, you know, we don't want to be wasteful with money. We don't want to spend if we don't have to. And so it's like, you know, my car that my older brother and I both had were like my dad's old 98 Lincoln. Mm. Um, and so it was like, you know, we passed the car down. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get a cur um, not a curfew, uh, an allowance growing up? Um, I had some amount of. I feel like I got like something like 10 bucks a week when I was like a kid for a bit, but then this, these mm. are like so such normal numbers. Uh, yeah. Your parents did a really good job like yeah. keeping you like normal. Thank you. you know yeah. I mean? it's, you it's, seem pretty normal. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I do. Me and my, my brothers like we'll, we'll get that a good amount. And it's funny because like you don't have to do, you just got to hang out. And everyone's like, well, how are you so chill? And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Are you cosplaying normal right now? With yeah. Normal? This, is, this is actually like, a brilliant performance I'm doing. You're actually culture appropriating people who make ninety thousand dollars and it's actually really offensive after the camera stop i'm gonna ask you both to rub my feet so <laughs> um okay what uh okay so i i, I told you this earlier i listen i listened to um podcast p which is paul george's podcast mm -hmm. he's uh, a player for the uh, la clippers very famous basketball player and your dad was on it Yep. Because he's the owner of the LA Clippers. Yes. And one of the stories that he told mm -hmm. about when he bought it, he's like, I was looking to buy a basketball team, but it didn't really work out. And one day my son came up to me, who was you? It was like, my son came up to me and was like, dad, dad, the Clippers are on sale. And then he was like, and then I just bought it. And I was listening <laughs> and I was like, this is the most insane conversation you can have with your dad. <laughs> yeah. And it sounded like you were kind of young in this, in this story. And I was wondering if you could like recount that. Yeah. for us like um, that go down? so this is my freshman year of college um my dad had like tried to buy the seattle sonics before they went away before didn't take um and then i woke up i was like on my phone and i saw that like you know donald sterling had like been very racist and basically was gonna right. be ousted from the nba yeah and so i like called my dad i was like hey have you seen this donald sterling stuff and he was like who is that and i'm like you're gonna want to like check on this i think this team's <laughs> gonna sell and i mean it's funny because like at the time, I didn't really like, think about it much. I was just like, oh, he wants to do that. I like, you know, this is a fun connection to make. But at the time, that was when I was still pretty uncomfortable with all the money stuff. And so it ended up being, I don't want to say like backfiring on me, but like it just brought, my dad had like retired a little before that. And so like the amount of kind of like spotlight that would be on me. Because he would tell that story. 
Uh, well, that I mean, and then he would just you know own the Clippers. Whereas, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah otherwise, yeah. he would just be like a retired rich guy who no one really gives yeah. a shit about. Oh, right, right, right. But now he's back in the spotlight. Now he's back oh. in the spotlight. Oh, and man. so that was my fault. And you know, I'm happy. <laughs> I, I it was kind of like just like like a you know knee jerk reaction. And I guess I'm happy I did it for him. But at the time, it was like when they sold the team, I stayed in my room all day. I'm like. This is like big in the news. I don't want anyone to you're talk to me emo. about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that your was my emo, emo moment. Is your dad bought an NBA team? <laughs> so now, now that because you are the one that brought this idea to him, yeah. do you get a piece of it? Do you get any sort of like? Dude, you get to inherit. Or the do you get to inherit? The, like, <laughs> I, I mean that, that. I mean that's you know. So that's that's an interesting conversation around like I'm actually going to Seattle like pretty soon. So me and my family are going to do like every now and then, like every couple of years, we'll do like a money talk where we like <gasps> specifically sit down. Ooh, yeah, it's pretty. It's kind of it's very <laughs> cash cuties. Oh my god, let us host it. Let us host it. Live pod. Steve, show us your credit card. <laughs> what are you guys doing on Sunday? Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's I mean, that's like an interesting conversation around like what happens in terms of like because me and my brothers could inherit the team. I think that like you know, not, none of us are like as into it as him, but at the same time, it is very cool and it'd be like a way for us to get together. So yeah. I think you know, like as it stands, that's not the plan for us to inherit it. But like we could totally have that if we want, and I think you know, hopefully, we have a lot of time to kind of suss that out. Yes. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's like an interesting question that we don't really have the answer Wait, to Wait, tell right us now. more about this money meeting thing because this is fascinating <laughs> to me. And, yeah. And before I, before we get into it, I'd like to just point out the fact that Pete was a teenager looking at this newspaper article and be like, oh, dad wanted to invest. Like linking that, I think that is noteworthy because I think a lot of 14-year-olds or whatever who are not necessarily taught about money or whatever. Yeah. Like we're not entrepreneurial. No, right, for like sure. essentially, this was a, a pitch, right? Yeah. And so, obviously, the money stuff is dad's handling, but like the way that you thought about that, I think, is like really amazing. Yeah, because like us growing up, we were most of us. I feel like don't talk about money, or right. like it's something to be shameful about talking. Uh, talking yep. about. Um, what was your experience with that? I guess when you were younger, did was it a, an open conversation? Do you guys have money talks since you were young? No. Uh, so this is like, I mean, so basically, uh, like after my, after my dad retired, he did like a lot of like reflection, a lot of like work on himself. Basically. I mean, growing up, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about money like that at all. And like, you know, in a sense there's less to talk about because like, you know, we're so far off. My parents like gave us a reasonable allowance. We're so far off from this being, you know, something that we interact with directly that it's not really, but um, I think it started around, it started somewhere around like my junior year of college. Um, and that was the first time we did that like conversation. It was because like, that was when they told us we'd be getting some money at, at 25. And so we talked about like that and that was kind of the subject of it. But we've had a couple like check-ins since then. Uh, we had a moderator the, uh, the first time we did it of just <gasps> wow. someone. Even though it's a family conversation? Yeah. I mean, it's the kind I mean, of thing where sense. it's that a guy whose job is to like talk to like wealthy families about money specifically. Wow. Because it's a, it's a hard topic and it's like. No, that's true because there's like therapists. You should, you should do that job. Like, what, Me? Is, what is that job? Yeah, well, uh, the moderator. Uh, yeah, what do you call? Probably it? pays well. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It was just a guy who was there. I don't know like what the title is or whatever. Hey, but could, how how was he? How was he helpful? Like, um, I think that like, I think that for that first time that we did it, it was less that he sort of like did anything. I mean. I, I don't really really remember him sort of navigating the conversations in ways that it wouldn't, but we hadn't really sat down and like had that degree of a conversation about it before. And mm -hmm. so I think that just his presence was kind of a forcing function in a right, way that right, was right, helpful. Right. That's cool. It's interesting. It's almost like having, it's not, it's not an attorney. Cause like I, I, I thought like when I watch like really wealthy people, it's like they have attorneys. There's like, there is usually someone there, but I thought it was someone who was like dealing with like the legal aspect of things. So mm. this guy, was he kind of doing that too? Was no, I mean, they're like, you know, maybe that's a different conversation once like, you know, my parents die and then oh, there's, right. but like, <laughs> which again, that's another funny thing where it's like, people will be like, so you're going to be really rich one day. I'm like, yeah, are you asking him if I'm going to be excited about my parents dying? <laughs> like, that's a, I know, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, um, but no, he, he wasn't really around <laughs> the legal stuff. <laughs> you know what they do make like wealthy kids like kids of wealthy families uh, in movies like evil like that's, yeah. that's oh, all yeah. they're trying to do you know even in the uh, <laughs> gosh there was that show on hbo winning time which is about the lakers dynasty what, what uh, dr bus uh yeah so kind of similar to your family and though he bought the lakers and then he passed it down 
you know, to his family. So I, th- I think his daughter owns it now. Mm. Jenny Bus. Gen- yep. Jenny Bus. Right. And but he you know he was like a playboy. He had drugs and was sleeping with a bunch yeah. of women. And like this is the Balmer story is much more tame. You know, which is which it's is not cool. succession. It's not succession. It's, not succession. it's like way no. less toxic. <laughs> You're a comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, by the way, I think that's amazing. I, I would love to see you. a Kendall Roy comedian <laughs> episode though. That would be Some, funny. you know. <laughs> sometimes we talk about a lot of Asian entertainers talk about like the day we told our parents we were going to do stand up comedy, and it's scary because a lot of Asian parents are like, "Well, that's the dumbest thing yeah, for money reasons." But I actually, I think I would be more scared <laughs> to come up to my dad, who is a billionaire, <laughs> that I'm going to do stand up comedy because <laughs> that level of disappointment <laughs> is more than just like an immigrant story. You know? Sure. What I mean? uh, yeah, I mean that's like that's an interesting one where. So I started doing stand up like, you know, I was a, I was a computer science major. I like went and I got like a product management job. I got like promoted twice while I was there. I was doing stand up kind of like, you know, after work basically. So, you know, I'd had a good career for the time that I did work and like I made some progress in stand up. And so it was the kind of thing where, you know, just doing stand up, they didn't care like outside of, you know, they were like, oh, great, whatever. And then leaving to go full time. I think that they I can be like kind of a I'm. I'm, I'm like a realist. I'm kind of like, I can be kind of like cynical or whatever. And I think that like, they knew that like, they, they trusted me that if I was making that move that I wouldn't do it if it didn't make sense. And I would stop doing it if it felt like, cause that's, oh. that's kind of where I'm at where it's like financially, I could just keep doing stand up, you know, like full time for as long as I want. Um, yeah. but at a certain point, if I felt like I wasn't getting better or if I wasn't seeing sort of like, you know, um, the progression, progression basically, then, I would, you know, that would make me stop. And right, right. Because right. I don't want to, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting thing where it's like, there's no financial pressures for me around like doing that. It's not like I have to really get, you know, I hear you talking about like, you know, you got to kind of like make it work doing full-time stand-up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, I don't have that. And so it's an interesting thing where for me, it's just like, <laughs> at what point I have to, the reckoning comes from, oh, I'm just not good enough at this. Mm. Your friend Jordan told us to ask you about the George Bush story. <laughs> that what is that? Yeah, so I met George Bush. Um, <laughs> Shouts. I met Shouts to George Bush. Former, <laughs> former president, yeah. renowned painter, George Bush. Oh, gosh. Uh, you may have heard of his masterclass. Um, <laughs> so I've, I, I've met both Bush and Obama, actually. Because um, my dad was like a pre-Trump Republican um, and then my mom has always been like a liberal and so I went to a George Bush fundraiser in (laughs) Bellevue, Washington where I'm from uh, when he was running for uh, it must have been it was like re-election at that point maybe it was just election I think no no it was um, whatever Uh, it was maybe 2003 and uh, so we got and part of that you get to you get to meet him if you donate enough presumably and um, so I was like in my little suit with my brother and my dad And I'm standing, and I was kind of a George Bush guy at this time. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? It was, <laughs> listen, it. Republicans, are, there's a lot of appeal for, like, a seven-year-old boy where he's like, <laughs> we got to have war and, like, beat tough guys. <laughs> and, like, I'm from Texas. And yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like, this guy, this guy seems great. And um, there was someone in my school who was, like, really like John Kerry, and I thought that was annoying. And so I was, like, a George Bush guy. Mm-hmm. So I had prepared a line that I was going to say to George Bush um when i met him and what i said was i got up to him and he like you know said hi to my dad he shook my brother's hand and then he shook my hand and i said hi uh my name is peter balmer and i support what you're doing in iraq oh my God. <laughs> so i said that to former president george oh. bush and um What'd what did he say? he say he was like all right <laughs> <laughs> he gave you finger guys he that was that was my memory of it like you know oh. you're seven years old who fucking knows but wow. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Hey, remember when you said you were going to get me that gift from Japan last week? Whatever happened to that? Oh, yeah. I kind of ran out of funds, but I'm going to use EarnIn to get you that last-minute gift because you're a loved one. Yay. Download EarnIn today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. 
When you download the Earn In app, type in Cuties under podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. Cuties under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Um, so, so, so yeah, I oh met uh, met George God. Bush, and um, you were seven. I mean, I was. I'm. I think this was for the. It was John Kerry. Uh, was that the 2004 this, election? No, or? it was the second one. That was the. That was yeah. That was 2004. Yes, so yes, this yes, was like yes. 2003. So I was what. Um, I was uh, nine years old. I was nine. No. Oh my god! That's wild. I remember they like did this weird thing at my at my elementary school where the first election was against Al Gore. Mm-hmm. I don't know wh- how this was legal, they, but they made the students have an election. They made us vote. <laughs> what? Bush or Gore, and they announced the winner on the announcements. Like we had like a school news team. Yeah. And they would read the results, and it was ninety nine. Everybody voted for Bush except one girl. Huh. And then. I was on the school announcements team and they were like, we have to go interview that one girl who didn't vote for <laughs> just just like no no privacy. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we go to this like four girls like second grade classroom. Yeah. I'm fifth grade. I'm not even that much older, but go to the second and we like it was like this little brown girl and we have her on the green screen and it says like WRKN because like my Elementary school is called Ridgewood Elementary. And we're like, why did you vote for Gore when everybody else voted for Bush? <laughs> and she started crying. She's like, I changed my mind. Oh, no. I was like, but why did the school... Because I voted for Bush, but because I didn't know anything about politics and sure. everybody was, and I was like, I don't care. It's a cooler last name. Yeah. You know, we're like making Bush... like Yeah, Bush it's always just like who everyone like, else, your friends are doing. You're just like, okay. And yeah, this is the time great. where yeah, like, right? uh, you know, <laughs> sons of Republicans would be like, Al Gore thing he invented the internet. Remember when that was a thing? Yeah. Like, oh, I remember yeah, that. Was, yeah, yeah, that was like a thing. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't know why they made us do it, but that's my that's, memory. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's like one thing to like have an election that's like kind of weird, but it's so mean to so interview the girl, the girl on like dude, the local. Oh. That girl must have been fucking scarred or something. That's, that's probably a crush. It's also, <laughs> what, what was the answer going to be? She was like, I like his policies. <laughs> yeah, I like, like literally eight. I think climate change <laughs> is a real thing. problem. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah I support gay marriage. Is one of Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there anything you ever like purchased, like talking about, you know, presents? Like, did you ever purchase or get anything that was like definitely exorbitant or something maybe your family mm. bought that was just like you knew was like, what? Yeah, for me. Uh, it like could be as for you or in the, the house. Like some yeah. rich guy shit. You're like, damn, yeah. this was some rich guy shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd say that the place in which, in terms of like a Christmas present, like, I'd say not really. The place we really like flossed out the most is like vacations is oh, that okay. like uh, and it's funny because that's kind of like the most private way that you can like floss out or it's yeah. like uh, dude and it would be so you know because when you're when you're when, when you're a billionaire you can kind of just like people will lay down for you ultimately and the most brutal version of that um we went to new york when i was a kid and um we went to the statue of liberty right and so outside the statue of liberty there's like a little cafe where you can get lunch and there was like a it was super hot outside massive line for lunch um, but we didn't have to wait in the line. Instead, they had like a cordon, like a roped off area right next to the line with like a big table and like a really nice lunch spread. Yeah. And you know, I'm like 12 at this point. And so we're just sitting at this like roped off area right next to the line, eating our little like steak oh or whatever. <laughs> and at the time I was, I was so humiliated and mortified. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cause everyone in line's like, what the fuck are these yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. It's so public. Yeah. It's so public. It's the most like wealth display. Yeah, yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And I hated, I mean, so like, you know, yeah, That's like so we funny. we've been on very nice vacations yeah. and like this is all some some rich guy shit. But in terms of like what was given to me, honestly, not 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 really. Yeah, we I got mean, your car is like so normal, man. Xbox, yeah, but your dad works. So you probably got it for free. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, it was pretty. Well, you chill. got it before. You probably got to like play with it before. Oh, did you get like, to play with the Xbox when it came out? Whoa, ah, that's sick. Shit. Now that's a flex. That that's cool. That, that was very is cool. Real. That's <laughs> very. That was cool. pretty tight. I will say. Damn. Do you have any? You know, you seem like a responsible guy, but do you have any vices? Like, mm. what is what gets Pete going? What's an area in your life mm. where you're like, damn, I just, this is one area that I'm a little unreasonable when it comes to my spending. When it comes to my spending, yeah, I mean, Ubers are ridiculous. Um, like, DoorDash stuff, I'm pretty slutty about. Um, <laughs> I like, I mean, honestly, the best part about like, you know, having money is to kind of be able to like easily wipe away like a financial error. Mm. So it's like, I got my car towed. I think that's in the statement. But, um, and when that happens like that, you know, it's like $800 or something like that. And that's fucking brutal. And you, I get to have like a moment of that. And then I go like, 
oh, actually, it's totally fine. Um, mm. Or like changing a, you know, the flight change fee is, you know, you can't change your flight, but I want to leave a day earlier, a day later. Like, I'm just going to buy another flight. Right. Yeah. right, right so right, it's like right, little right. things that are like, if I had maybe planned better, I could have avoided, but it's just like conveniences. Yeah. Is yes. like conveniences is really where I kind of like ball out. That's I would really say. smart because instead of buying a flashy car, the way you're spending money makes your life easier, right? Yeah. Like if you if you had a fancy car, it's not really gonna make your life easier. No, you know? I got a Ford Focus. It's great. <laughs> Do you really have a Ford? Yeah, Focus? I got the 2015 Ford Focus. Yeah, out front. Ford Focus, I'm bro. telling you, he's cosplaying right now. Bro. <laughs> okay, so we always. <laughs> <laughs> or you just don't give a fuck. That's really it's right. It's, right? it's, it's just I, like, good I, I really think great billionaires call. are not the same as millionaires. It's not the millionaires. They're just plain rich. They don't know what's going on. You know, no, you could be a, you could be a millionaire in your lifetime, but. You can't always be a billionaire, you know. What I mean, that shit is like. But okay, so we, we always talk about you dating. Now you're trying to date. You're trying to date now. You're trying I've to been. Date. I'm on all the apps. And and Steffi's trying to date a people. provider. I've listened to the show. Uh, where 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 can Steffi meet someone like that? Do you <laughs> do you have any friends? <laughs> Are you trying to set me I'm up with one? Because this is what billionaires look like. Okay, you're looking at the wrong. Because you're going for like the guys who are with the flashy cars. And what we're realizing today is that those guys aren't <laughs> having money meetings with their family. They don't know shit. I think it's just finding someone who's wealthy but who's also not a dick yeah. is kind of where my ah. issues. It's not that they're not a lot. There's not. I'm in LA. There's a lot of these people. And um, um, I'm on the app League now. The League. Yeah. And there's <sighs> twenty white people on that one. <laughs> It is mostly, I yeah. have been matched with, it's, that's the algorithm. It's why I, yesterday, I went at five o'clock, they have this thing where you can like meet them online, like for a, a few, chat? yeah, you could do a <laughs> three, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a three to three minute chat with people. And I got, I was so excited. I met one, like the, my first white, uh, my first Asian guy on there. And cool. I like oh. shouted it out. I was like, oh my God, you're my you first Asian. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I was so you guys excited. Get I was <laughs> for so like excited. racial statements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just called me an Asian to my face. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you got any rich friends? I got, I got that, some. Like, yeah, like the only place that I would genuinely say you should go is like, like you know, the resort we go to in Hawaii when we go to Hawaii. <laughs> Dude, that's not even a bad idea. That makes so much like White Lotus shit. Yeah. Well, how am I gonna get there? It's like a thousand dollars a night. You want me to just no, no, go? No, you can go to Hawaii. You stay with a friend, but you hang at the pool. You pay for the pool. Right. Okay. 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 That's right. True. right. What, what's the resort you stay? Is there like a? It's called pool? Kukio. It's like God, a nice. God damn! Name I don't even, even know like, how to spell it, bro. <laughs> How do you even? But I don't like. I mean, like my my friends. I don't like I, my friends aren't well. Like my best friends are like my friends from college and like my stand up friends and like a couple friends from high school. But like they're not. I don't have like that many connects. If you're looking for kind of a, you know, I got some guys with some good careers in tech who will you know make a lot of money, but they're not like millionaires right I'm now. Not looking for millionaires or billionaires. I'm looking for someone who has stability in their financial place. Someone that has a house. At least. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, have but Pete, but how old are you again? I'm I'm 29. Okay. Well, okay. You're getting there. Like yeah. where people are or buying can homes get and stuff. A house. Like those. Those are. That's important to me. That's stability. For at sure. least, right? Yeah. Or has an investment property who is, you know, that money is being put into maybe a, another home or something like that. Some form of stability. Because if I want kids, I want to make sure that I don't need to work for a couple years if I don't. Right, those yeah. things are important to me. Hundred percent. I don't think that's unreasonable to ask for. No, I think it, I think it's totally reasonable, and I think that like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting like talking with my sort of like girlfriend about this right now, where it's like you know she has a career, she works at uh, Meta, and she like you know is good at her job, like pretty advanced, but it's it's interesting she she doesn't like absolutely like love it she's not like terribly passionate and it's she never sort of like thought about like you know being a stay-at-home mom before but it's just interesting watching my brother has like you know a kid and it's so much work and yeah. just thinking about like for the first time we're kind of like that might be and this is her coming to this conclusion she's like that might be like a vi viable thing that i do and like you know she wants to be financially independent and doesn't like want to like rely on me but the reality of it is that it's like you know, she wants to like coach track and, you know, help kids out and whatnot. And so the way to do that might be Just being a stay at home mom. That, if that, that means that you can be taken care of, that's great. I mean, how, how so how long have you been with your girl? Um, a little over a year. We started how does dating work for uh, a Microsoft mm -hmm. Air? Because it's like, are 
their people sort of like do you feel like women are like targeting you because they know you're rich like do you have to deal with that as an adult dude honestly i wish that was more of a thing than it was in my <laughs> life beats like nobody's trying to fuck me dude <laughs> i have thought, all this money and no one to share it with that's because he leads with i'm a stand-up comedian yeah yeah and what do you do for work because he says ford focus don't say ford focus <laughs> yeah i bring that up in the first first yeah. couple sentences no, I mean, I. He needs to wear vintage shirts that say Microsoft from that so people can be like, <laughs> ask that question. And then you're like, actually, are Clippers vintage shirts? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, no, I mean, but like, I, people, people would assume that there's, but like, and, you know, like, there's been a couple, like, you know, women online who like you get DMs and like you don't know it's that, but I'm like, I'll just probably, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. deleting this. Um, there was one time that I like led with that in I haven't I haven't ever tried led to like, with Microsoft. Flex. Yeah. Okay. It was uh, I was in Vegas in college. <laughs> That's a good place to do it. I was I That's know a good I was place like, this is the place. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it like, you know, with any girl who like I'm in college with, but I was in Vegas and like it's hard to try to hook up with a girl in Vegas and I was like went up to this girl who's cute who was like <laughs> You know, she was like kind of done up. I'm like, she might be impressed by this. And I go, I'm like, hey, you know, my my, my dad was a CEO oh of Microsoft. And she was like, dude, you, you need to get a different line. And oh! I was like, no, I don't usually do this. I don't usually do. I'm not like that. I'm like really not like that. I'm like a chill guy. And she's like, all right. And then she walked away. So it's like what stays in Vegas. You really took that literally. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm going to yeah, try yeah. these lines. I, I would be that. turned off by that. Like turned you were just. Off. Oh, uh, I mean, you gotta, yeah. you gotta have a personality, and like, what is that personality when you're like, hey, yeah, right? I, I, yeah. It's like dad. you're like the douchebag in the movie. Yeah, it's yeah, hundred oh, yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, I haven't tried this before. I want to try this, and like, of course, it's like you know that makes sense. And what is it gonna do for her in tonight? Like, am right, I gonna, right. like, like are what, you gonna what? give me money? Like, yeah, you yeah. can give me some stock. Yeah, tonight. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it works on the some people though. Yeah, 100%. If that's your goal, I think I have girlfriends who their goal is to just marry rich and it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, personality and all that. So it depends on the person. You didn't choose the right person for this. Oh, 100%. So. Yeah. And I think like if I'd wanted to kind of like, you know, floss that and try to leverage that in dating, then I probably could have done that. Right. But it yeah. wouldn't have you know attracted who well, I you're not attra- you're not trying to find this type of specific girl it's the same right like i don't want it- i don't want that to be what she's into about right right, right. right. so right. you're not right. gonna right. find that yeah okay so i saw on your credit card statement that um it's interesting how we t- we're talking about you're, you're like a normal guy mm-hmm. and you know you spent a lot at this restaurant but the name of this restaurant does not scream quality sushi you spent 700 $33 at a place called Sushi Rapture. <laughs> and that place cannot be good. As a Japanese person, I'm going to tell you that place sucks. Yeah, you're correct. Um, <laughs> Rapture. Did you buy the branch? Like, why is it well, so much money? Uh, so that was, um. so the old apartment that I used to live in, I had three roommates, we lived in a place for six years, and um, we were right next door to this place, Sushi Rapture, that was like pretty B-minus sushi. But yeah. um, it was like, the la- I moved in with my girlfriend in November, and so it was like the last oh. week before we did like a thing where we like we're like let's have dinner at Sushi Rapture, and then we'll like party in the apartment or whatever. And so I didn't I didn't pay for that. I just put my card down, and then people Venmoed me. Oh, um, okay, but, okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's what that was, and it was fine. That you know what we've talked about in the past is how we. Um, you know, when one of us purchase, when we buy something, we think that if someone is wealthier, that they're like, do is there an expectation sometimes where people expect you to pay? Although you're not even like the, you know, you're not the one making the money. It's it's your parents, but it's like, do they expect you to be the one to take care of the the check? Um, I'd say there's never an expectation. Um, I've never felt like any expectation in that regard. Like, and most of my, I mean, my college friends, you know, have like six figure incomes mm-hmm. and are all like doing pretty well for themselves in a way that like, you know, I, you don't feel that at all. Sometimes with like, you know, some of my stand up friends, I'll like, <laughs> that makes so much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, You're like, I feel bad for these kids. <laughs> well, and it's not, it's I mean, like- it's a, it's an interesting, it's not like I'm like fucking flossing, but like I'll, I've like been nice in a couple situations. Oh, sure, sure. But it's also, you, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I think that sneakily, if you get in the habit, like I think a trap that rich people fall into is that like, if you, it's not, it's nothing for me to like, you know, buy a $26 lunch, right? But then it's more to the recipient who like doesn't have as much money. And I think that it's a weird kind of like exchange energetically where it's like, it's a nice and you know, there could be higher amounts of money where we're talking about this, but it's, it's a nice thing for them on the receiving end, but it's like not much for me to give. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, it creates this weird 
if you let if you do that too much, if you let that seep into your life too much, then I think it can create a weird dynamic with your friends. Right, right, right. And I think that like you know, but but no, I mean no expectation, and like I'll I'll be nice every now and then about certain things. But yeah, um, dude, yeah. I did something like this before, and but I did it in a very nasty Fumi way. So mm-hmm. when I was like an open micer. I had like a regular job in advertising and then you know you know how it is like coming up in stand up comedy like a, you, a lot of your peers who may or may not be funny like they have crazy lifestyles like like some people aren't working they're like dog walking in New York City it's very expensive over there and like I remember this one guy he was like I was probably like 25 he was probably like 40 he was like a personal <laughs> trainer he couldn't buy a sandwich uh. so I bought him a sandwich mm-hmm. but I keep bringing it up that's <laughs> what it is <laughs> Every time it's like, hey, I bought you that sandwich. Hey. I would always, and he hated it. He <laughs> fucking hated it. Because to your point, like, it did, I could buy him a sandwich. I had a job. It doesn't matter to me, you know? But I kept, because I'm a fucking dick, I kept bringing it up. So oh don't do that. God. Don't do that. That's but, so funny. Yeah. That's great. I think he quit comedy, actually, after a while. Oh. Not because of my sandwich incident, but, you know, just. Like, I didn't get a job, but I could buy my own sandwiches. Yeah. yeah oh, my yeah. God. That's so funny. Um, you shop at Costco. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but, you know, 960 that's a lot well that was the first time that like the first time me and my girlfriend went to costco before we, we like we bought a tv when we were oh, there okay. like we oh, needed a tv oh, for our sense. place so it was yeah. like you know that and a bunch of like cleaning supplies and like paper te- like it was a bunch of stuff like you want to have for your apartment right when you move in because yeah. that was right when you gotcha. moved in in addition to groceries also can I just say like a you know being a uh, a son of a billionaire buying a tv that's under 900 dollars that's humble bro that's humble as hell. I th- Why I do think, I need a nicer TV? I think my TV is over a thousand dollars. I think I'm, I'm not even. I don't have any money. How I much is this remember. TV? I don't. This is the that. nice one that you know where yeah, I, I got. The curve, I got this at Walmart. Oh, you did? I got this What's TV Samsung, at Walmart. Right? Walmart is so such an interesting place to sh- like. I feel like anytime I tr- search anything to purchase, Walmart comes up, and I don't. A lot of it looks like sketchy. Have you what? ever noticed that? I don't know what it You don't is. trust Walmart.com, like, the second no, biggest online retailer in no, the world? It's like, it's, like, it's like they'll sell like, I don't know, like they'll sell like a Gucci purse. But then I, I don't. They do? But that I think that does surprise me, yeah. Yeah, no, no, but, but but I don't think it's from Walmart. I think they, they're they using like, it, it's it's using like another site to funnel. Oh, like, that, so they're using like the Walmart platform some, some, that it's coming from. A, yeah, and it's just not like weeded out. <laughs> I, I thought you are looking at Gucci purses at Walmart. <laughs> That's your vibe. Yeah. You're like rich, but like you want to be rich, but you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This the TV is so old that I can't even like. Uh, what is it when you like airdrop and you want to watch things through your phone? Oh, the the, the, the it's like AirPlay. Or yeah, AirPlay. Air yeah. Thing. Oh, you can't do that. That's yeah, okay. but I don't know anything about TVs, and it's fine. So I don't care. But um, Alaska Airlines. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. You only spent two hundred fifty-eight dollars. You're on economy, fl- bro. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're an economy guy. <laughs> I, I will say, I think if my dad was a billionaire, I think I would always fly business. But maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I'll do I'll do an exit row. I'll do a, I'll bump up to an exit row for a long flight because I'm tall. But I it's first class is like not better than economy. It's like uh, I guess for I shorter care. flights. Yeah. Maybe. I think I think I was going to Seattle for that one. Or oh, from here to Seattle? I think so. Oh, it's like um, an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So do you even have like a I feel like my friends who are comedians mostly like aka you and all my other friends it's like their goal is they have like a like right at some point they're doing what they love but at some point they always have a financial goal of being like i want to be able to fly first class or business class like Mm -hmm. right my whole life that's my goal financial do you have something like that like a financial goal for yourself that you want to get to Uh, with your career too i think that i mean i think like i have a financial goal that's kind of like it's more like a proxy for where i'm at where i'm like i would like to be at the point where i'm like you know a headliner i can make a uh you know what would be a a reasonable income and i would live beyond that income because i can but like you know i'd like to make what a headliner makes uh over the course of like a year in terms of like being able to you know headline clubs and whatnot and but yeah. to do what with it is my question i guess it's it's like feel, what is feel validated <laughs> uh, <laughs> well that yes yes i meant like what are you gonna buy with the things because fumi like what what do, what do you want you you've told me that you have like his goal this year i think is like to make like eight, 90k or some sh- like something I like mean, that right like i think i have yearly goals but i think to your point i think if i could buy a house with comedy money it would mean so much more to right. me than if i bought it using the money I made in advertising or like some corporate job that I don't like. So yeah, sure. It's, yeah, it's, 100%. It's, it's, it's how I got that money. Yeah. It's, it's not the amount, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, so so, so yeah. with your headliner money, 
what is it that you know is there is it symbolic of like a physical thing or no that there is not i don't there? i don't think there is a, a physical manifestation i mean it would be cool if i was you know making enough money where that could buy me a house and that'd be cool but that's i i don't really think of it in terms of like having a direct physical thing mm. that it corresponds to it's more that like i want to have a career that i can think of as like all right, I'm doing it. I have a following. There's people who, who like, you know, like what I do and come see me and I can kind of continue to do that and, you know, mm-hmm. have a viable career. And mm. I'd like to make the money that comes along with that. But right, that's right, not right. kind of the main but, thing. But to be fair, because you inherit all this money, like out, even outside of comedy, there's really no other job that you would necessarily need to depend on for money. So like Correct. the question that you're asking sort of in a weird way has been like removed from your life. Right? Yeah. In terms yeah, yeah, of, like, yeah. You have any financial yeah. Like, well, nothing can beat this. So right. no, right? Like yeah. it's, that's kind of interesting. It's kind of, I mean, it's definitely trippy because it's like, all right, you know, when I left my job, I was like, I could go back to product management whenever I want. Yeah. And, but it's like, now I'm like, I just don't need to do that. And I, so I will never do that. And yeah. kind of like the only, I mean, and so it's interesting where it's like, for me, the only two real things that I would think about doing is like comedy or like if in whatever universe that doesn't work out, like, you know, we have like my family has a foundation where we like, you know, do philanthropy and I like give out money that my older brother's working in. And like, that's the best way to kind of like make a large positive impact on the world. If yeah. I'm like not doing, com- I mean, not that me doing comedy is doing that, but like <laughs> I would do that otherwise. And I don't really want to do that right now. Yeah, but yeah. like, you know, if it's, if I'm optimizing for like either what I enjoy or like what's good for the world in terms of like how I spend my time, it's it's kind of it's kind of that like I'm not gonna mm. just gonna go work a product management job just to be able to tell people that like I have a job you know? right that's see that it's cool to be able to get over that because I, I I do think sometimes when you do inherit money people still want to do that just so they can say that to other people to be like hey I'm not one of those yep. but you if you can get over it you can do a lot of cool things with your life yeah you I know? mean and it took me a long time to get to that point where it's like I left my job in February 2021 and like for like over a year afterwards, I did all these like, you know, part-time things to kind of like, just so I can point to things for people where it was like, all right, I do product consulting and I like coach high school lacrosse and I like, you know, produce three shows a week. And I'm like doing these kind of like side jobs just so I could show people like, but I'm still making money even though like I don't have to do that. So yeah. it's taken me a long time to get comfortable with that. But like, you know, that's just the reality. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a, a nosy question that I think Steph and I are both wondering? Hit it, like, baby. Okay. Well, don't put me in it. No, but I think you're wondering too. <laughs> I think you're wondering if you're too. you're wondering, ask him. Hold on. I'm going like, to drag you in. He's going to talk about Come something. Come on in. All right, so go Steph ahead. had go. a question for Steph me. Had a question. Yeah, yeah. 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 for you. Yeah. I'm yeah. through my brain. I, yeah. yeah. Okay. This, I, this, is, this entire time, this is what I've been wondering. Yeah. So you, you inherit this money, right? And you're like, well, I guess I don't need to work for the rest of my life. But like, what does that mean? Like, are you like just withdrawing money from this fund or like are you getting like dividends into your checking account like how does it like logistically work that it feels like you're still getting paid because that's what i don't understand about people who inherit money it's like because to me because i'm so i don't have that kind of thing even if my parents gave me a million dollars i'm like to me just sounds like oh it's i guess i'm just gonna keep put that in my savings and just use it until it runs out like you know what i mean what does it mean to inherit money and you can just sort of live off of it what does that look like exactly yeah that's a good question so i have i have a goldman sachs account um my money that was like given to me through my grandpa is in a an index fund and then in microsoft stock and so it's like those two things um microsoft stock's doing well so it's like every you know month or couple months i'll you know put in a request to wire you know, however much money from my Goldman Sachs account to my checking, my Wells Fargo. And, and, and by that, you mean selling stock? Yeah. So I'll sell the index oh. fund. So I'll sell, I'll sell some portion of the index fund, but I'll do it incrementally because like, you know, theoretically it's working for me more if I leave it in stock than like right. just draining it into the checking account. Right. So that's kind of how that works. Oh, that's what we saw like uh, uh, some movement from your Goldman Sachs account. Yeah. 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 <sighs> I didn't know that. Were you wondering that, that wasn't well? a question. No, I wasn't wondering that. But it was a good. Ah. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you. Okay. Were you not? <laughs> you don't know. Her I'm glad at all. it's answered, but I, I wasn't wondering that. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fascinating. Um, what would if you were to give an, us financial advice based on things <laughs> you've learned? <laughs> yes. Things you've learned from maybe from your childhood about money, or just like maybe something your parents might have said. Or, Is or, there anything? Yeah. Anything? How you're living right what now? What would you? Yeah. What was a little advice? That nobody should take, but because this um, is not a real financial podcast. Yeah, don't take it. But, don't take it. But if you were, if you had to at gunpoint give financial but advice. But help the cash community. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give financial advice give. at gunpoint. Yeah. Is, 
a very cash cuties moment. I think, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, t- to be clear, I'm not. Uh, but I think that uh, like what the kind of like main principle that I kind of like like to think about is like, you know, really, why am I buying the thing that I want to buy? Mm. And like, what does it specifically mean? And I think that, you know, a lot of times when you when you grow up and, you know, it, it seems like people who grow up without money, like, you know, having expensive things or, or even just like not like a fuck ton of money, like having really expensive things is something that you can kind of like romanticize and be like, once I have X, then that then this will be great. And, you know, it's cliche to the point to say that, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah. And mm. so it's like, but I think that, you know, like I have the Ford Focus. I could have a nicer car, but why would I want that? Like I, the car drives great. It's small. It's the fuel economies. It just totally serves fuel my economy. purposes. Why would I want a nicer car? And I don't have a good reason. Like to, I don't want people to like see my car and be like, he's got money. I don't like, uh. I have no desire. So I don't know. I just, I just try to think about it that in that term. And I think it kind of like helps me, you know, I don't spend ultimately that much relative to how much I could be spending. And I think mm-hmm. it's cause like, I just try to be thoughtful about like really why am I buying something? Mm. So for me, okay. So I'm going to get a, my, my next car, which is like next month, I'm thinking about getting a convertible. Ooh. So, so a convertible, but it's a cheap one. It's like the cheapest hard top you can get, which is the Miata. Yeah. Um, and that's because of the experience, right? Yeah. The that's experience a great of having like, you know, feeling the wind air, the, mm-hmm. the wind in the hair and all that. I don't know what the point was right now. Well, the but point you're, is you're I'm saying like that my, my that justification okay. of the car is that it gives me an experience. Pleasure. Well, the Ford yeah. Focus, not to shit on it, I don't know what kind of experience it is. Kind I don't know f- when you're driving through if you feel anything. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like <laughs> like the <laughs> So I'm just saying. Uh, that was the weirdest okay, thing. That was weird. That, <laughs> I need to feel, feel something. Do you feel that was? I don't know what that was. It, it wasn't rude. <laughs> you were projecting some weird insecurity. If you need you to feel something in your life, a Miata, Miata will do it. This is the weirdest Mazda commercial <laughs> <think> ever. <laughs> I think because you're you're basically saying like, hey, uh, if with the Ford Focus, you could. It's like you don't. Um, it it does what it does, and you don't need you don't like. Why are you buying this thing? And I thought I needed to justify. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I mean, and, and that's a like, good like. You're excited about having a convertible. You're excited about having the wind in your hair. Like you know, you have something in mind that you specifically want out of this, and so I think it's a great purchase to make. Yeah, does driving not do that for you? Like the the, the driving experience. That's what it I is. I like it's being just, in my car, like listening to the Cash Cuties podcast while I'm driving. <laughs> hey man, as long as it's got Bluetooth yeah. and some speakers, you're good to go. That's sure. Good to go. He's he's got a pre and but we have different values like he he doesn't care anything like he just as long as it's safe and gets to point a i really care about fuel economy that's my number one thing is that really that makes me happy but hold on in in a way that the convertible makes you happy can i say something he just told me that he got into another car accident but it wasn't me (laughs) but this car i know it's never you the but but the the weird thing is this car has brought i'm sorry has brought some sort of bad luck or you ju- keep saying this that. has been the sixth <laughs> accident no 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 not on, not on this that, car. Not do you, on, how do you feel about this that's not, so many accidents that's a lot no. and it's not you that's not even fair what you're saying right now once you got is it that not car, six it's four but Plus. three is me so it's three is me and one was my girlfriend was driving it but that's so why i don't ca- know it's if you can blame me but that's weird, right? And he's only had this car for less than a year now. A little over a year. That's oh. that's insane. I mean, I'm I'm in in general, I'm not team blame the car for that, but that's that's like you insane. But okay, so one was insane, like some it was a hit and run a highway, very scary. Everything was fucked up, so that's a real accident. Sure. The other ones have been like like just rear-ended like stop sign they wasn't they were they weren't looking they hit me been there uh so i don't know like those little rear-end things i don't even really count them as i don't know i mean i wouldn't i mean i do think it would be kind of silly to be like i think my car is cursed so i'm gonna get a new car but it is also a ton of accidents. Damn, I, I That's a lot. Because, like, you probably, I haven't, like, with it, I've had my car for three and a half years, What's going on with dude. Me? Is it the Prius people? Do you think just people don't res- just don't like you? They don't respect the Prius. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, you guys. They, are they like, hey, that's that comedian. I'm going to fuck I his hate, car. I hate his content. <laughs> <laughs> I hate God, damn. 
okay. Um, well, right. well, if you found out, yeah. <laughs> if you went to like a psychic and they d- out of nowhere, psychic. I'm just saying, <laughs> say if. that somehow you find out that your car is cursed. Then like, I would return it. You would. Yeah. Mm. I believe in that shit. Interesting. Or or I would pay for like maybe it's cheaper to pay. I'd do a, a cost benefit analysis. Get a blessing on the yeah, car. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. hiring a p- priest. We is actually cheaper. Uh, took some sage and we went out yeah, and we did, did the, we did the cleanse and he, you said for a bit it for was. A, okay. I mean, yeah, so you did it what like over the summer? It's been we're for like six months. Oh shit! You know we're two. We're two. <laughs> not yeah, really. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, not that long. <laughs> when I was in high school, my mom, my grandma from Japan would send me these safety bro from J- like a temple in Japan, and I haven't done that. <gasps> you need more. I didn't get one when I was in Japan last time. You're I not, need to do that. You need to respect your ancestors. You I need really to know do. where you came from, and you need <sighs> to get one of these. Uh, the, the the little what's it called? Um, a good luck charm thing. A good luck charm. It's, it's are you talking about the inside. crystal or the paper it's, it's, ones? It's like a folder. I don't. It's like a very fancy. Uh, bag and it's got paper inside. You like, thousand percent need to do this. Do one hundred because yeah. when I was high school, zero accidents, and I drove for two and a half years. Pete, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, where can our fans find you and your work? Let them know. Yeah, you can find me at Pete Balmer on Instagram and at Pete Balmer Comedy on TikTok. And uh, yeah, give and, me and a you're follow. based in the Bay, right? I'm based San, in San Francisco. San Francisco. So we have a lot of San Francisco cuties. So go see him at. Any of the Don't Tell Comedy shows. And uh, I'm a regular at San Francisco Punchline and Cobb's Comedy Club, so you can oh, see me there. I'm headlining March. You should ask if you want to open. Oh, no, right. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Well, they, they wouldn't let me bring people. so No, they're, they're weird about that, but... So you, you could just message me. I'll be in touch. Too, right? yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, March 69th. Come see me. I love this episode. I thought this was... You're so open. So so open. That, no, this yeah. is super fun. super this is fun conversation to have, and I appreciate yeah, you guys man. being um, so kind and giving <laughs> me a platform. Uh, please follow us on all the socials at Cash Cuties Paul. We're on TikTok and Instagram. Please also follow me at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. You can follow me on Baked Goods on my Instagram B A I K E D G U D S. Um, you can Venmo me at Steffi is me. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> and um, yeah, that, that, that was good. That was good. Uh, shout out to our engineer Domagoy, video editor Matias, uh, video producer, a new video producer Nicholas. Shout out. He's behind Woo! the Nicholas. Nicholas. Nicholas is here. He's on his phone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and our analyst Holly Sandler, thank you so much. We cannot do this without you. If you have a cash cuties moment that you want to ta- uh, talk, you want us to talk about, uh, please email us at cashcuties at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or uh, Venmo. Uh, I mean, vo- I voice- said this last time too. This money's always on my mind. Okay, vo- voice memo us any of your money concerns. Like yes. I, we would love to hear love about to it. Hear from you. Uh, I think that's it. Cuties, we'll see you guys next week. And until then, uh, spend your money wisely or have fun. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.